Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever and whenever you're listening. I have missed you all. I have missed you all, but I've been so busy and we're going to talk about it. But tonight, this evening, this afternoon, this morning, I want to talk about everything I want to leave behind in this year, in 2022. I'm ready to just pack it up and ship it and like not leave a address for a return. The things that I'm going to go through are very personal, but I hope that you can relate and you can join me in just abolishing shit that that doesn't serve me and it's not serving you. So let's talk about it. But before we get into that, I want to just brush on like issues that have been going on. What's been going on this month? I just feel like it's been crazy. I don't know about you, but I have um, been paying attention to the news and I've been paying attention to just like the Megan the Stallion trial. Like her friend plead the fifth, pleaded the fifth and is no longer a witness that is able to say who shot Megan. And now we don't know who shot Megan. And now it's kind of up in the air. Like, okay, Kelsey, did you shoot Megan? Like, it's so disturbing to me because I'm just like, Megan called this girl a friend. And that's what's so scary about this whole month is just that I've had this example and an example of a group of friends that murdered one of their friends in Mexico. I don't know if you've heard about Shankella Robinson, rest in peace, but she was murdered by her friends in Mexico earlier this month. And her friends lied about it to her parents, was even talking about what they were going to wear to the funeral, just all kinds of sick shit. And it's just like, you don't know if you're calling your future murderer or your future backstabber a friend like right now. And that's what's so scary to me. Like, I have friends, but I have very few. I don't have close friends because I just feel like, I feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I just feel personally, the older I get, the more I have to lose and the more people have an incentive to want to make me look bad. I think that's because I have a podcast now. I have to look out for that. And that's something I want to talk about later on in the things that I want to leave behind in 2020. So I have been moving back and forth all over the valley. I hope that I'm in a place where I can be for a couple years. I don't want to move. Um, I am facing a crossroads in my life right now. I am just like facing big decisions. Like, do I stay at my job or not? Do I... um, get a BVL, you know, do I, (laughs) like, what's my next financial move? I just feel like whatever move I take has got to be the right move because the older I get, the more I realize I don't have time for error. I feel like my 20s were a time for error 
And now that I made it, almost, I'm at the end of my 20s, the beginning of the end of my 20s, I just, I'm just like, okay, what have you learned? What can you put into practice that you have learned from 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26? Um, Gunna, the rapper, took a plea deal. And I just want to apologize and because I had an episode about the, the case, but I was under the impression that it was a federal case. It's a state case, state of Atlanta. I mean, state of Georgia against uh, these rappers in in this Rico case. So Gunna is... He's snitching, for lack of better terms. He's snitching. And I'm just like, wow. You know, in the black culture, they have a code of conduct where they don't call the police on each other, that they handle things within the community. Um... Even the people who are victims, they hold this code to not call the police. It's weird, but not all black people are like that, I will say. Um, so, gunna snitching is like a, a big... Is, is, is a bad thing. It's not respected, and it's not... I don't see him recovering as a rapper at all after this and like I just my heart hurts for Young Thug because it's like I know a big part of Young Thug was not releasing information on other people and I got information that like it's not just gonna taking plea deals and confessing and getting you know like like, he got five years, and he got time served, so he basically has four years, and I just, you know, if you're involved in a lifestyle that is illegal, that involves illegal activity, and you have to depend on other people, best believe those people who you depend on during your illegal activity are going to be your downfall, your biggest downfall. If, if you're going to do any type of illegal activity... Especially if it makes money. Like, you just ride solo. Just ride fucking solo. Why am I giving out criminal advice? Okay, whatever. We are going to also brush on the fucking Twitter files. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I know not all of you are American. So, it's, like, I can only imagine if, like, you even give a fuck about what we go through. But I'm sure that... If you're not American and you've been watching us the past, like, four years, you've probably been wondering, like, okay, why don't they just do something to make a change about everything they complain about? You want to know why? It's because we feel, at least I do, that no matter what we do, there's not going to be any accountability. That we can name the bad guy but is he really going to be brought to justice? That's what we're kind of seeing now with the Twitter files and Sam Bakeman freed. For those of you who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And it, the acquisition finally went through like I think a month ago. And he has been slowly releasing information of what most of us have been speculating that 
Twitter has been censoring accounts arbitrarily under the direction of the FBI, under the direction of left-wing journalists, under the direction of the Biden administration. This is not a conspiracy. I wish it was, and it sounds like I'm regurgitating something off of YouTube that says Illuminati exposed 2022, but I'm not. I'm saying, like, real stuff. Like, why did the FBI have their own office at the Twitter headquarters? That's fucking weird. And, like, another thing, too, you guys, I, like, as an American, like, I... Don't know whose fault it is, but I'll be the first to blame myself. And this brings me into the first thing that we are going to leave in 2022 is not taking accountability for our online security. I can get upset that my information is being sold to this country, to this government for these purposes, to manipulate me, to buy things and whatever. Okay, what can I do going forward in 2023 knowing that websites are tracking me, tracking my every move, tracking my heartbeat, having access to my notes, to my photos, to my text messages, to my voice memos, all my passwords. And like, I don't know about y'all, but I really feel like my phone is reading my mind. I feel like my phone is reading my fucking mind. Like, I will be thinking about something. I won't say it out loud. I won't mention it in a text. I won't Google it. I won't be near anything in the physical space that is related to what I'm thinking. And it's all of a sudden there's a video about what I was thinking on YouTube. There's a suggested ad. There's a... There's something ready to be sold to me or to be consumed by me from my phone. And I'm just like, I have to take accountability because not only do I know that certain websites track me, like knowing that I know that I currently, I don't have a VPN. I don't have a virtual private network and I, and I should have one if my job requires one for me to work from home then that must tell you something. Like, I see all the time, like, my favorite YouTubers, my favorite content creators, they have uh, an endorsement deal with one company named ExpressVPN, and they have a um, coupon code, and it's usually, like, three months off or something like that, and, like, the monthly subscription is, like, $20. If you have Verizon... Look into your plan, your cell phone plan, and see if you have a VPN. I can have a VPN on my cell phone. I just haven't, like, activated it yet. And, like, I need to. We need to start caring about who and why we're being tracked. I could think of, like, a thousand reasons. But, like, one thing I don't like is that my information is being sold over and over and over and over again and like at this point I'm wondering like if there is a digital version of me out there doing things on my behalf in other countries like is that so far-fetched to think I don't know y'all
All I know is that motherfuckers are watching me. They're watching you. They're collecting data. They're censoring us. And I don't know about you, but I've gotten more addicted to my phone this year than I have ever been. And their apps, the apps that we use, they are all manipulated for that to be the outcome for us to be addicted to our phones 24-7. I'm laying in bed and I have my phone in my fucking hand. I can't go to bed without a YouTube channel, a YouTube video or a podcast or a song playing. I can't do nothing. I can't, I can't work. I can't drive to work. I'm addicted to my phone. So we're going to, we're going to protect ourselves virtually next year. Okay. There's just too much weird shit going on. And I, I don't want any fucking part of it. I don't want any fucking part of it. And delete TikTok. For God's sake, delete TikTok. It's not that necessary to have. Like, it's... <sighs> and, like, one thing that these social media apps are doing to track us... Let's say your phone number is in someone's phone and you don't have TikTok on your phone... Well, TikTok is going to recognize that, like, you're on Instagram. Even though you don't have TikTok on your phone, it's like someone you follow on Instagram is in near proximity to you. They have TikTok on their phone and they have your contacts. They're able to, like, access your information through other people's phones when you don't even have the app on your fucking phone. It's getting scary, Especially with China and like how they're importing fentanyl into the United States. It's just really shady. And I feel like I am going to uncover. We're going to uncover just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on. Because I guarantee you no matter what comes to light. It's not going to be the whole picture. It's not going to be the whole truth. Just like this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing and Ghislaine Maxwell. Two people got hung publicly. One literally, but I think he's still alive. That's just my opinion. But the people who are fucking these kids and there's evidence of it, we'll never know. And that's what bothers me about America is that there's no full justice. And I know we're not perfect, but it's like, This crypto guy who just got arrested, who lost $8 billion. I don't know how you lose $8 billion, but I know how you can steal $8 billion. Like, he's demanding vegan meals in prison. He's complaining that there's rats and roaches in prison. You're in fucking prison. You're in prison. Ugh. And his parents are lawyers and... He gave money to Joe Biden's campaign. What do you think's going to happen to him? Nothing. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. I live in a country where there's no accountability. Or at least that's how it's been feeling since January 6th of 2021, to be honest. Like, there's just no accountability. No accountability for the rise of inflation. No accountability for trading Brittany Griner for a fucking terrorist. He's a fucking terrorist. (laughs) 
We gave Ukraine like $10 billion out of our fucking ass. And then all of us are going to have to pay back our stimulus come next tax season. Watch, watch. We're all going to have to pay back our stimulus. All of us. It's stupid. It's so stupid. It's stupid. And at the same time, us as Americans, we're just fighting and fighting and fighting. And that's what I want. Another thing I want to leave behind in 2022 is all of this bipartisan bullshit. All of this all or nothing mentality, disagree to disagree, um, arguing political points with no factual sources that anyone has researched on any side. Let's face it, people come on platforms and they go on uh, open forums and, and, and like are debating with People like Ben Shapiro or Candace Owens, any anyone that's like politically um, polarizing, and they challenge them, and, and you see it all the time. It, it it's the perfect example. You get some young person on the left going up to far right Ben Shapiro, arguing about gender, uh, sexual equality, and uh, race equality. It's always something about gender, race, and sexual identity. It's always about that. It's never anything other than that for some people on the left. And it's always arguing the same point. And it's always arguing and getting their own emotions involved. I have never seen either side argue without getting their fucking personal feelings involved and it's exhausting and like the rest of us are just consuming this shit me 10 years ago i wasn't political at all i i didn't even know the difference between a democratic the a democrat and a republican i didn't know the fucking difference now I have all these opinions and like now I'm just wondering like is this a part of getting older or is this a part of just being on social media and, and being in a part of the hype? Look, I'm not saying abandon your political beliefs. I think it's great that people have developed a sense of identity in, in this country and what it means to be an American, I think that's great that everyone has realized that they live in a country where they can exercise their ideas in a public space and that this is something that is a value of ours. And I pray that we never lose sight of that as Americans, even though it's annoying as hell. But for God's sake, can we leave it behind? It's so intense. It's so intense. It's so intense. Like, I know, I knew it wasn't polite to talk about politics to strangers. But it's like, people almost want to know whose side you're on before they even get to know you. you it, and people make it a point to, like, tell you who they are. They got blue hair. They got a mustache and a dress on. They got a fucking blue lives matter flags on their pickup truck they got a, a fucking confederate flag like they they have a, a a veteran's license plate like we're so ready to fight 
And like one thing that I don't appreciate on either side of the bipartisan issues in America is that each side acts like they're 100% right and that their solutions for the problems of today are like the solutions. And like the thing that bothers me is that there's no middle ground. Look, we all have to fucking get tax deductions on our paychecks, don't we all? So let's all stop fighting about things that don't really matter. Once we get past these things that we focus on that we think make us different and separate, and they do, and there's merit to that, there's history to that, I get that, but at what time are we going to stop pointing at each other, saying, we're not equal to this group yet, or, you know, the policies that this group, or the companies that this group of people have, or the religious, the religion ideas that this group of people, when are we going to just stop fighting and fix this? We owe $6 trillion to China. It's probably $8 trillion. Our kids are dumb. Our kids are dumb. Compared to like Germany and China, our kids are dumb. We have a drug problem. We have a mental health crisis. Our population is going to decline. We have a generation and culture of adults who don't know how to get along. Don't know how to respect each other. And that leads me into the next thing I want to leave in 2022. All of these alpha male, alpha female dating advice, podcasts, YouTube channels, YouTube videos, gurus, done. I am done listening to people who turn out to be single, divorced twice, no professional credentials, people who've never been married, people with no children, people with no serious relationship telling me how to live my life, telling me and others how they should view themselves, how they should behave in order to get what? Commitment? Loyalty? A virgin? I feel like I have been listening to so many voices on what to do in dating except my own except figuring what out what works for me i feel like i've been listening and i'll take accountability for being allowing myself to be influenced so heavily by videos that are supposed to tell me what attracts a man or how to how to vet someone before dating and even like with guys like how to be a high value man or how to be irresistible how to make money how to get a lot of girls and for the girls it's like how to get guys to stop ghosting you how to get a guy to commit reasons why he's not texting you back it's like i've been guilty of looking at these dumb videos in since in my early 20s up until now of trying to figure out my love life quote-unquote love life and I I'm tired I'm tired of it because 
it's gotten nowhere. And it, a lot of these gurus have gotten exposed for being frauds. And it's just like, damn, all that time I spent watching videos that they created, all those moments of self-doubt that I had off of something that they said. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm done having other people affect me. And that's another thing that we're going to talk about this podcast and what we're leaving in 2022 is allowing others to define you. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but people are going to talk about you your whole life. When you're doing good, when you're doing bad, when you're not doing either or, when you're just minding your business, people are going to talk about you. You can't allow what they say or who they're saying it to or why they're saying it, the context of which they're saying these things affect you. You got to be strong in who you are. If you haven't figured out who you are by now, you need to figure it out because you cannot enter your 30s unsure of yourself. You just can't. In addition to like the dating gurus and the alpha podcast and the female alpha podcast, I'm leaving behind this year. I'm also leaving behind hookup culture, apps, and dating overall. I'm leaving it behind. I reached a point where I feel like if I sleep with anyone else that I haven't slept with before... It's one too many on top of my body count. I know a lot of people like to go back and forth on the issue of body count, but it's like, to me, I'm getting to the point where I'm uncomfortable with how many people I slept with. And I'm just like, that's a lot. And then I'm like, you're only 27. And then I'm just like, you got to slow down. So I have to, um, you know, sex isn't that important to me in the grand scheme of things. So it's just like, I was like, Candace, if you continue on this trajectory, like, Phoenix is only so big, it's like, you're gonna become a whore. So I was just like, uh, uh, yeah, 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 I gotta stop, I gotta stop. And, like, I don't like, like, I don't like knowing that a guy can have access to me whenever he wants, you know? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I feel like girls, like, can be mature about it in a hookup situation ship or relationship. But I feel like some guys, they see girls as trophies and how many times they slept with her or how easy he can sleep with her again as, like, validation of how much of a man he is. For some men. For some. <laughs> so I'm leaving, I'm leaving it behind. I deleted my Tinder. I deleted... I didn't make Bumble or anything like that. But I'm not going to. I, I'm i just... I'm not here for it. <laughs> I'm not here for it. And I've accepted that I'm probably going to be single in my 30s. So I'm not going to be dating in my 30s if I decide to the way I did in my 20s. That just sounds stupid. That just sounds really fucking stupid. I don't even know what dating looks like in your 30s. (laughs) That sounds fucking scary, to be honest. Because it's like you're either young, 
too young or you have a lot of baggage? Oh, God. Another thing I'm leaving in 2022 is feeling bad about yourself. Like, I don't want to discredit taking accountability for your dissatisfaction with your life or how things turned out in a certain situation. But I just feel like it's so easy to get down on yourself and your life circumstances and start comparing yourself and your journey to other people who seem like they're in a similar situation or seem like they had the same start that you did. But that's where you're that's where I'm wrong when I do that and that's where you're wrong too is we need to stop feeling so bad about ourselves we live in a hard reality we live in a hard reality and we do our best to just live to the next 24 hours some of us don't make it and I just want to say that it's December 19th it's the holidays And I know that the holidays can really suck for some people, for a lot of people. Um, That's something they don't tell you as a kid, that when you get older, holidays just don't have the same spirit. And for for some of us, it's a really bitter time because it reminds us of the family we no longer have or the family we refuse to reconcile with. Or that refuse to reconcile with us. It reminds us of the holes in our family. Of the ones that no longer talk to us. It reminds us of... Any bad reason why family can't come together during this time. And it really pisses us off this entire season. From the end of Halloween to January 1st. So I just want to say that my heart is out to all of you who really hate this time of year for whatever reason. If it's really depressing you, if you really feel lonely, if everywhere you turn to fucking reminder of Christmas and you don't celebrate Christmas. Look, I know some people who have gone through some horrible shit and I'm not going to say those examples just to say them, but just know that I'm thinking about you during this time. And my audience is around the world. We're around the world. Name a country. We've probably been there. Um, another thing I want to leave in 2022 is self-isolation. I know I talked about having a small circle and not trusting people because of the whole like Meg the Stallion thing. But it's okay to... To let people in your life. It's okay to have support. That is separate from social media. That is actually in person. It's okay to cultivate relationships. And it's okay if people move on. It's okay if people don't really fuck with you. But what's not okay. Is Friday night. Saturday night. Going by. And I'm not saying you have to go clubbing. But it's like you don't have any community. That you're going to connect with. You know, there's no one you can grab a dinner with. Life is hard. Sometimes you need someone to talk to. Sometimes someone needs you to talk to. 
You know, being a friend is so much more than following someone online and liking all their photos and and sharing their posts. It's so much more than that. And I think a lot of us lose sight of what it means to show up in people's lives that we have relationships with. I know I have. So that's one thing I'm going to leave behind this year is self-isolation. Next thing I'm going to leave behind this year is vaping and dispensaries. My ultimate goal is to stop smoking any and everything, but I'm so tired of this vape, this nicotine vape. I'm so tired of it. It makes me sick. It's at first it was fun. I was having a great time. I thought it was the best invention in the entire 21st century. But it's making me so sick. It's making me stressed out. It's making my breath shorter. Like the physiological response is like my heart beating and me feeling like I want to run out of my body. And I'm just like, this is not good. And it's, it's, it says the one that I have says that it comes with 5,000 puffs. At first, it was taking me like 20 days to get through one and I went through one in like a week last month. And I was just like, no, I feel like I've smoked this so much that i'm in a constant threat of nicotine poisoning i have experienced extreme nausea and confusion and restlessness and stress because of this vape so i don't know if you have been feeling this way because you vape as well but it's time to leave it behind so we're gonna leave it behind this year we got 12 more days (laughs) Another thing, oh, I I said too that I was going to leave dispensaries behind. Yeah, I'm tired of giving my money to people that are doing a job that I can do myself. That there's so many middlemen when you go to the dispensary. Like the law is that recreational and medical marijuana use is legal. It doesn't say that. It has to be bought from the dispensary. So, I have a plug. It's time to go back to the streets if I want to smoke weed. Yeah, I'm not... There's too many middlemen. It's like you got to pay the employees. It's like, why do you need a receptionist? Why do you need a security... Like, I know you need a security guard. But it's like, why do you need someone to do online orders and delivery orders? It's like, if it's gotten so high... Weed has gotten so corporate, it's annoying. It's ugly, and we need to put the industry back in its fucking place. That you're only there as a side effect of legality. When I wanted weed to be legal, I didn't want dispensaries. I mean, I guess I would be opposed, but I just wanted to smoke weed without going to jail. That's what I wanted. I didn't want a local shop to charge me so, like, I remember I used to pay $25 for an eighth. No tax, just $25, and it'd be a good eighth. Ten years ago, now an eighth is like $68. What? 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 Bubble taking me higher. I'm lifted and I like it. 
for you. Got me inspired. Baby, come and get it if you really feel me. Cause it's my night. No stress, no fights. I'm leaving it all behind. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys. Side note, I just want to say thank you so much for the growth. Although I haven't been posting episodes as much this month, my downloads are still as high as other months where I was posting a lot more. So I just want to thank you. I just want to say thank you. Another thing that I'm leaving in 2022 and hopefully you as well if you were struggling with this is overspending i don't know what i'm trying to prove with being able to walk into a store and spend what i want i'm tired of that i'm so tired of that and like it leaves me being stingy when it comes to things i need like i'll overspend at the mall and like, like if you follow me on Instagram, like on any given day of the week, I'm at H&M or the Lush store and I'm spending hundreds of dollars. Like for what? And to be honest, guys, working with a therapist, I've learned I'm doing this to make myself feel better from back when me and my mom went bankrupt. You guys had no no idea how traumatizing it is from having money to then being broke for for five years straight. And then it's like you get your money back, but it's like I'm making up for those five years of like every day being like, I have no money. I have no, it was like, that was my reality for every day. It's like me and my mom are broke. Me and my mom are broke. That was the reality for me for five years. And I did things in order to get money that were stupid. They were stupid. I sold drugs. Like, what? In college? Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Oh, Lord. So I'm leaving overspending in 2022 i'm tired of proving to myself that i have money i just bought louis vuitton earrings for 780 dollars i'm done trying to prove to myself that i'm not broke anymore i'm done I'm done that it's, it's it's giving broke spending your last dime is just because you can is giving broke it's giving financial immaturity And that's one thing we're leaving behind in 2022 is not making the smart financial moves. Look, I can't talk about finances too much, but I will say the time is done for me personally because I can no longer afford to not save money, to not look into if I'm getting the best rate on insurance whatever insurance on my car on on my fight on financing things on on paying back things you know really paying attention to my to my credit how that can be improved and maintained because you know if like if you fuck around and you think you're doing good all of a sudden you get points deducted on your credit score just because you weren't doing anything and it's like what what 
And being financially illiterate, illiterate, being financially illiterate is no longer an excuse in the age of information that we live in. There's so much information out there. There's so many people out there, experts that are that have been willing and are willing to share their information and don't go to YouTube. There's so many books. There's so many seminars. There's so many financial institutions that have information on their products and like what you could get into. There's some, it goes much more. It goes beyond savings accounts and cryptocurrency and the stock market. It goes beyond that. And I can no longer afford and I can no longer have the excuse at my big age and at, and at this year and this time, this age of the internet, I have no excuse not to be making smart money moves. Okay? And you don't either. Another thing that I'm going to leave behind this year. And I'm not going to take in 2023. Is just believing everything that the media is feeding me. And not thinking critically. I'm not saying don't watch the news. I'm not saying COVID wasn't real. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that in the past two years, we've been so distracted with the demands of having to continue to run this economy doing our part going to work doing what we have to do to make sure we can get to work and um dealing with inflation not having enough money for everything we need having to put things off that's stressful and like every american goes through that so at the end of the day when we're off the clock when we're out of traffic, when we're in our beds. I'll admit for me, my mental defenses aren't up. Like I'm tired. And I'm being fed headlines and trending topics. And it just came out that although I was obeying mandates and wearing a mask and going to work, working from home, getting a vaccine twice, getting proof of that, doing all that. I found I found out 2 years later I'm being censored, I'm being shadow banned, I, I'm being um pushed agendas so it, it's just, it's very, it's very um, important going forward in this next year, especially with this next half of this presidency and in this next election with Trump potentially coming back. The media is going to be so fucking crazy and you got to pay attention to what they don't cover as well. And I will encourage you to get your information from multiple sources. You know, don't stop at YouTube. 
you know, learn how to read research articles and journals and studies where information is being dissected and regurgitated to you in in the form of a 30 second clip. So I encourage you to think critically in 2023 and I encourage you to question everything that you're being fed through the media, through social media, through influencers. How many times have scandals come out this year? How many times have like damning information is released and like so many people start getting arrested all of a sudden? Next year is going to be full of indictments and charges and paying people off because of these Twitter files. You can't afford to not think for yourself. So think for yourself. That's the greatest weapon you have. Because I don't know about you. I feel like shit's about to get fucking weird in the in the world. But that's just me. Thank you so much for listening to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace. Back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. Share the podcast. Listen to a different episode, a prior episode. Um, If you feel like supporting the podcast, I have included my cash app in the links below. Follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter. I have two Instagrams. And um, yeah, it's Return to the Mac. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whenever and wherever you're listening, I bid you adieu. Bye-bye. I know I got the show And I know Baby, when you broke my heart Hey, 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 hey You know the words you lied to me And I'm trying to say that I love you You lied to me You lied to me Once again, oh, my.